Good morning, Wright County, and a blessed Sunday morning to you. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. My name is Paul Nickel. I'm pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota. We are on the airwaves this morning to share a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. Jesus died for you so that you might live for him. We begin our radio worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first reading for this Sunday comes from the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 3 through 10. And citizens of Wright County, please listen closely, because this one is a real gospel gem. Paul writes, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself, as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Citizens of Wright County, if that scripture reading doesn't take your breath away, I don't know what will. In Christ God has blessed sinners like us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Not some of the blessings, not most of the blessings, but every single one of the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. That's a lot of blessing. Praise God for the lavish riches of his wondrous grace. Here now is Psalm 145, verses 10 through 17. This is a hymn of praise. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power to make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and kind in all his works. The Lord upholds all who are falling 
and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. Shall we pray? Our God and our Father, we thank you and we praise you for the many and grace-filled gifts by which you sustain our lives in time and in eternity. Thank you for life and breath, for food and clothing, for house and home, for our nation and its leaders. Most of all, thank you for Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, and the redemption we have received through faith in him. Help us to follow Jesus each and every day of our lives and to live in the joy of his salvation now and forevermore. Lord, you know all the needs of our lives even before we ask. You provide so richly and abundantly even though we do not deserve it. We thank you. We praise you. Please sustain us by your grace. Forgive us of our sins and lead us in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. These days, it seems like there's a lot of worry in the air. Many people are worried about COVID-19, either catching it themselves or seeing a loved one fall sick with the virus. Many people are worried about the economic fallout from the pandemic. If you have been laid off from your job, you are probably worried about paying the bills and getting food on the table. Many people are worried about the long-term effects of social distancing. How will this loneliness and isolation affect our mental and emotional health in the months and years to come? Parents worry about their children, and children worry about their parents. There are small worries. Will I find any rolls of those very important papers at the grocery store? And there are big worries. Will my savings be wiped out just as I retire? Yes, these are trying times, and these trying times have brought many worries to many people. This morning, I'd like to speak with you about those worries. I'd like to speak with you about being anxious. And the first thing I would like to say is this. If you find that anxiousness and worry are starting to become serious problems in your life, then please consider making an appointment with a doctor, counselor, or other healthcare professional. The Lord often provides marvelous physical, emotional, and mental healing through the wise counsel and compassionate treatment of the highly skilled healthcare workers in our community. But I would also like to encourage you, if you are feeling anxious or worried, 
to make an appointment with Jesus. Yes, make an appointment with Jesus Christ and go to see him. Through prayer, you can go to Jesus at any time, as many times as you'd like, for as long as you like. And you can share your feelings with the Lord. Jesus is the great physician of all matters pertaining to the health of body, mind, soul, and spirit. Come to Jesus because he loves you, and he wants to help you, and he can help you. Through prayer, come to Jesus. Unburden your worries and your anxious heart before his compassionate presence. The Lord invites you to lay your anxious burden down at his feet so that he can begin to bear the burden for you. Our Lord invites you, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Would you please listen now to a few words from our Lord about the universal human experience of being anxious? These words of our Lord are very direct and somewhat bracing, but they are also gentle and filled with comfort. These words are meant to encourage you to lay your anxious burden down. I read now from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 6, verses 25 through 33. Our Lord Jesus Christ says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Are those not wonderful words? We all worry about how we are going to get through life, how we will provide for ourselves and for our families, how we will navigate sickness and health, how we will procure food and clothing and house and home, 
what to do with finances and career. But Jesus says, Let that anxious burden go. Let me take charge of providing what you need. Lay your anxious burden down. Let me worry about providing for the necessities of your life. And in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus offers several specific and very encouraging thoughts which will help you to lay your anxious burden down so that you might find rest in God's providing grace. Encouraging thought number one. Jesus says, Which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? Answer, no one. In fact, not only will being anxious add nothing to your span of life, it might actually take away or subtract from your span of life. Plenty of research shows that being anxious has a real effect on the physical body and that added stress might take substantial time off your life on earth. It's simply unhealthy to be permanently anxious about the affairs of this earthly existence. Jesus encourages you, lay your anxious burden down. Encouraging thought number two. Jesus says, look at the birds of the air. God sees to it that the birds are well fed. I can testify to that reality. There are legions of overfed robins running all over my yard right now. And if God provides so abundantly for the birds of the air, which neither sow nor reap, will God not provide even more abundantly for you? The birds do not worry, neither do they work, yet God provides for all their needs. And you? You are far more precious in God's sight than any robin or sparrow. After all, it is you, rather than the birds, who have been created in God's own image. Surely God will provide even more abundantly for all the needs of your life. You do not need to be anxious. Lay your anxious burden down. Encouraging thought number three. Jesus says, Look at the lilies of the field. God sees to it that the lilies of the field are provided with abundant and beautiful dress. And if God provides so abundantly for the lilies of the field, will he not provide even more abundantly for you? The lilies of the field do not worry, neither do they work, Yet God provides all that they need in order to grow and to flourish. And are you not far more precious in God's sight than any flower? The grass of the field is alive today, and tomorrow it perishes. But you, on the other hand, were made to live forever. Surely God will provide even more abundantly for all the needs of your life. You do not need to be anxious. Lay your anxious burden down. Encouraging thought number four. 
Jesus says that our infinitely wise Father knows every single one of our needs, all of them, even before we ask him. Food and shelter and clothing and finances, your Heavenly Father knows that you need them all. The fact is, God knows what we need even better than we ourselves do. The Bible says, We do not know what to pray for as we ought. Often we think we need something. We get ourselves all worried, anxious, and bent out of shape because there's something we don't have and we think we need it. But all too often, what we think we need turns out to be unnecessary at best or harmful at worst. Good thing God knows all about our true needs. If you truly need something, and I mean really truly need it in the big scheme of things, in the eternal scheme of things, then God is fully aware of the situation. And sooner or later, God will give you what is truly good and needful. True, God might not give you what you want. True, God might not give you the things you would like to have in order to live life your way. But God knows exactly what you need to live life the right way, His way. And those are the things that God wants to give you. You do not need to be anxious about your earthly life. God knows what you need, even better than you do. And thankfully, God is the one who provides. Encouraging thought number five. Actually, this last encouraging thought isn't really a thought. It's a clear and certain promise of God from his mouth to your heart. Jesus says in Matthew 6.33, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things, that is, all the things you need to live your earthly life as God would have you to live it, will be added unto you. That's a magnificent promise. And trusting in that magnificent promise, living your life by it, is the real key to overcoming an anxious heart. Jesus says, If you seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, then everything else that you truly need will be added unto you. And of course, the way you seek God's kingdom and his righteousness is through faith in Jesus Christ. No heroic spiritual quest is required. We do not gain God's kingdom and his righteousness by our own works or efforts. On the contrary, Jesus died on the cross for the forgiveness of all our sins, and he offers free righteousness to all people to be received by faith. And Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, in order to fling wide the gates of heaven. Jesus offers free entrance into that heavenly kingdom to all who will believe in him. If you place your faith in the crucified and risen Lord, then not only have you sought the kingdom of God and his righteousness, but you have gained the kingdom of God and his righteousness. 
And once again, here is God's glorious promise. If you seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness through faith in Jesus Christ, if you make that priority number one in your life, then everything else that is truly needful will be given unto you. In Romans 8.32, the Bible says, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Yes, of course he will. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Yes, make it your first priority to seek, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Put first things first. Put faith in Christ first. And then, for as long as God wills for you to walk on this earth, God himself will provide all that you truly need with respect to food, clothing, money, mortgage, medical care, job, house, home, and all the rest. Christian believer, you need not worry about the affairs of this earthly life. God himself promises to provide all that you need for as long as you live. And when God wills for your earthly life to draw to its close, well, then God will graciously take you from this world of sorrow to himself in heaven. If you believe in Christ, then you simply need not be anxious, even about death itself. Citizens of Wright County, the message is clear. Even during these stressful days of pandemic, you do not need to be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Lay your anxious burden down. Jesus will provide. In his name, amen. The hymn for the day is one of my all-time personal favorites. I am excited to share this hymn with you now. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. O my soul, praise him, for he is your health and salvation. Let all who hear now to his temple draw near, joining in glad adoration. Praise to the Lord, who over all things is wondrously reigning, and as on wings of an eagle, uplifting, sustaining. Have you not seen? All that is needful has been sent by his gracious ordaining. Praise to the Lord who will prosper your work and defend you. Surely his goodness and mercy shall daily attend you. Ponder anew what the Almighty can do if with his love he befriend you. Praise to the Lord. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. All that has life and breath, come now with praises before him. Let the Amen sound from his people again, 
gladly forever adore him. Before we confess together the common faith of the universal Christian church, I would like to read a portion of Martin Luther's small catechism. In this part of the catechism, Martin Luther is explaining the first article of the Apostles' Creed, which says, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. What does this mean? Martin Luther explains, I believe that God has created me and all that exists, that he has given me and still preserves my body and soul, my eyes and ears, my reason and all my senses, together with food and clothing, home and family, and all my property. Every day, he provides abundantly for all the needs of my life. He protects me from all danger and guards and keeps me from every evil. He does this purely out of fatherly and divine goodness and mercy, though I do not deserve it. Therefore, I ought to thank, praise, serve, and obey him. This is most certainly true. Will you please join with me now as we confess our Christian faith according to the words of the Apostles' Creed? We confess, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now we pray together as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. Our mission is to bring you a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. In John 14:6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
Have you accepted Jesus Christ by faith as your personal Lord and Savior? If you would like to learn more about how to receive Jesus into your heart, please call Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota at 763-878-2092. Again, please call Faith Lutheran Church at 763-878-2092. If I'm not available to take your call, please leave a message and I will call you back as soon as possible. Right now, we're closed until further notice because of the coronavirus pandemic. But when we're able to be open up again, please join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We're located in Silver Creek Township, just north of Lake Mariah State Park at 12449 Clementa Avenue Northwest. Google search Faith Lutheran Church Monticello to find our website or Facebook page. This has been Pastor Paul Nickel from Faith Lutheran Church. I'm signing off the airwaves for now, but remember this. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you.